Hello, I'm Jonathan Mast, and welcome to this episode of the Cedric Back to Business podcast. I have two guests with me today, Marcia Giesler, Affinity Business Development Director for Sedgwick, and Tom Hebson, Managing Director, Casting and Program Affinity for Sedgwick. Uh, Tom, Marcia, thank you both for joining me today on the on the podcast. Thanks Great for having us, Jonathan. Well, today we're we're talking to Tom and Marcia about planning and coverage during the coronavirus pandemic, and how captive specifically can play a role as businesses prepare. So let's just dive in with the, kind of the first question. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about how employers are preparing to get back to business or stay in business as we continue to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic across the United States and around the world. And as companies are moving to reopen around the U.S., there's now concern that a second wave of the virus is spreading quickly. So, Tom, Marcia, we'll start with Marcia. Uh, how can Cedric's back-to-business approach help companies with addressing the pandemic, particularly in facing a new second wave? Thanks, Jonathan. You know, you know, unfortunately, especially with the recent spikes um, in COVID in the last couple of weeks, you know, it doesn't seem like it's going to go away anytime soon, right? So, you know, everybody has to kind of get used to this new normal of wearing the face mask doing the social distancing, six feet, et cetera. Um, you know, and unfortunately, at Sedgwick, we have a lot of resources at our disposal for companies of any size, you know, as they look to reopen, you know, whether it be inspections of the site to make sure everything's operational or, you know, we can help with cleaning, disinfecting, you know, any of those services, we have those at our disposal um, for, for, for companies as they return. Thanks, Marcia. You did a great job on that because, uh, you know, really there are so many moving parts right now with the second wave, a lot of the unknown uh, going on. And I really think that uh, Sedgwick's capabilities to help companies discern what, what the real exposures are as they go back to work, that uh, we can help out with our uh, various resources in order to get that uh, accomplished. Uh, one of the things that we see is that, uh, you know, this new normal uh, is really almost the unknown, and uh, the unknown scares people. So I think the ability to uh, make sure that employers are armed with the information and resources to help get their employees back in a, a comfortable manner is going to be critical. And again, Sedgwick, with the, the various resources we have, uh, we have that ability to help the employers get their employees back into a safe working uh, atmosphere. Kind of to dovetail on that, if companies assess their return to work and strategies, what are some areas they should focus on during this transition period? Marcia, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think first and foremost, you know, every employer wants their employees to feel safe that they're returning to work. And, you know, communicating with them, letting them know that they have resources at their disposal to, to make sure that they're going to be safe in their, their job, you know, whether it be ergonomic evaluation, um, different workplace, social distancing, you know, as well as different clinical services available. You know, Cedric has a lot of that at the disposal for them, but I think the first and foremost is just making sure the employees feel safe when they return. Tom, your thoughts? Again, you have some, some great points and that whole, uh, so understanding who's coming and going in the workplace is part of the overall safety uh, strategy and, and and getting back to business strategy, uh, I think that's real critical that you can track uh, 
uh, and know where your, your exposures may be coming from overall as an organization in order to communicate to your employees that, you know, we are watching this and trying to make sure that uh, all the safeguards are in place in order to get back to work safely and uh, comfortably. Well, you know, many states have their own rules and regulations. And I'd go with you here, Tom. How do organizations with multi-state operations cope with their back-to-business strategies and how they relate to multiple rules? Seems like it's really complicated. Well, Jonathan, the state regulations, rules, uh, governors with executive orders, uh, information coming from the federal government, it's coming in all directions to uh, employers, and certainly employees are seeing this as they watch the news or read uh, different information on the Internet and certainly within their own companies. So keeping track of this, having the ability for employers to understand what rules they're going to have to follow in order to get their employees back safely and also ensure their employees that they're following the rules uh, is going to be critical uh, as we move forward. Marcia, are there any uh, ongoing examples? Well, I, I would say we're all in this together, right? So I think, you know, every one of our clients, no matter what size they are in, um, they are dealing with this. And, you know, just knowing that, you know, just like Tom says, there's a lot of resources out there, a lot of resources with different governments, different entities, but also at Sedgwick, just, you know, come, you know, we're here to help and, um, you know, we're all trying to get through this together. Well, as we, we close out, uh, what coverage restrictions are your clients seeing in the market that will impact their business decisions as they go forward? And, Tom, how can captives and Marsha be utilized to improve financial protection specifically? Well, I, you know, uh, just in the, the certainly the last few months of the, the COVID-19 exposure, there's been a lot of employers checking their policies to see what is covered and what isn't covered. Um, a lot of that relates to uh, the event. So is COVID-19, uh, you know, we, we've seen it go across the U.S. Uh, and, and aggregate in certain areas, large cities and so forth. And uh, so you're you have employers checking their policies to see what would be covered under the pandemic. Um, you know, is there something specific to cover the pandemic? Uh, is there a communicable disease endorsement that might include uh, the disease, you know, getting that uh, this virus through contact at your uh, workplace? Uh, so they're looking at those coverages, and they're, they're assessing whether, A, they have coverage, B, if they do think they have coverage, is the exposure one occurrence or is it multiple occurrences? So does it cover multiple employees in one occurrence or does it have uh, an employee per occurrence? So all those things are very important to an organization with regard to at least the workers' compensation exposure. On the other side of that, they have business interruption exposures potentially and, you know, are those covered within their business interruption coverage or are they not? Uh, if they've had to shut down their business for an extended period of time, they certainly have lost revenue. And uh, that lost revenue is, uh, is really um, uh, causing a lot of uh, disarray and in some cases bankruptcy in the U.S. marketplace. So these are very important items to look at, and predominantly a lot of the pandemic coverage has not been covered, 
uh, in a lot of policy contracts, especially with the business interruption uh, standpoint. Um, so yeah, there, I think there's there's a lot of uncertainty out there when it comes to policy contracts and coverage for the pandemic. Um, you know, and this is now also cover, going over, rolling over into you know the the civil discourse we have right now in the U.S., where we have you know buildings being burned and things being torn apart. You know, is there coverage? So there's actually now multiple types of exposures hitting uh, risk managers' desk, and they're hoping that they have coverage in some cases, but they also know that if they don't have coverage, they're going to have to find alternatives in the future. Very true. Marcia, from the, you know, from the business development angle, what, uh, what are your thoughts there? You know what? I think Tom said it, said it said, well said. You know, I think it's, we're, gonna, we're here to help track, and, and you know, a lot of the carriers have come to us and asked us to Track some of this new coding for COVID. Um, you know, just knowing that we're, again we're here for them, but it's again it's a new normal that we're going to have to get just to. Well, great. Well, before we go, of course, always like to ask guests any any final thoughts, anything that came to mind while we were going through the questions, or you think we we did we cover it today? You guys gave us a lot of great information, a lot to think about. Well, if I could just, uh, I just wanted to emphasize the one thing that uh, Marsha just brought up, which is a great idea, uh, is the fact that Cedric has made a, a, an effort to make sure that we capture all of the COVID-19 related um, uh, reported losses. And we are tracking that. And to have a database and to get to the captive side of the, the equation where captives are potentially going to have to create some solutions to lack of coverage or being underinsured uh, for coverage where they can actually insure or reinsure uh, themselves uh, for other losses. Um, Cedric will have that data available for our clients, and as they want to assess what data we have, that data repository is probably going to be one of the larger ones uh, in the U.S. for certain, and that will help a risk manager, their financial teams assess the risk that they might take or might want to take through a captive arrangement. So it could be that they they uh, arrange something that, that clarifies or wraps around a communicable disease endorsement, or they may want to look at business interruption expectations and losses. So that, that information that we're gathering is critical for captives as they assess their risk-taking appetite in the future. Good stuff. Well, thank you both for, for being with me today on, on this episode. And we do want to say one more time, if you want to learn all we have to offer on COVID-19 response, we can, uh, we can visit us at sedgwick.com and you can find the link at the top of our website, find all our resources, where to direct questions. And of course, Tom and Marcia, are out there in our industry and reachable. So thank you both for being with us today. Thanks, Jonathan. Great. Thank you for having us.